Let's start the forge. Welcome, welcome to Burnpoint 20. This is your host and Forge Master, G Metal. We are here for this great point. Burnpoint, you know what I'm saying. A little tongue tied, because it's been a while since I've done one of these and they're fun to do. Guys, I'm excited. Let's get into the topic of status quo stories or characters, stuff like that. Bam, bam. And guess what, guys? I'm ready. You're ready. This is a great topic. So we're just going to hop right into it in the next section of Burn Point 20. You know what you're going to do? You're going to rock on. Time to cool the blade. So, the Forge Masters about to talk about what status quo storytelling of characters looks like. And here's what it is. It's the coin. Heads or tails, right? It's the same coin, but on two opposite ends. Status quo is someone, potentially, who's trying to keep the status quo or trying to change status quo. Es- essentially, it's not good versus evil. It's change versus, uh, it's change, how do you say that? It's not good versus evil. It's the change versus not changing, right? Or not major change. The big deal is a lot of stories do this and either side can have a villain or a hero. Now, what do I mean by this? A hero or a villain can be whoever the story is being told aside from or the hero or the villain could be the one who's ultimately right towards the end of the story. There is no guarantee that one character will be right over the other, but that being said, status quo kind of plays along with that. Today's hero could be tomorrow's villain, depending on what status quo says, right? It's like, um, it's like the high school musical, six of stuff you know and stuff like that, right? But ultimately, things will change because people have kids, new generations, so on and so forth. There's always a new, new wave of ideas coming. And older people will always have harder times accepting it from younger people. Because you're not, you're naturally gonna incline, you're inclined to accept the stuff you knew versus stuff you didn't know. Unless it didn't work for you. Then you pick the new stuff over the old stuff. That's just a matter of things. Story-wise, for characters, the lessons you learn from this kind of storytelling is actually very, very useful for real life stuff. It's kind of like the whole give and take situation, right? Lessons you can learn from a status quo is you could be partially right, but still could be going down the wrong path. Even if you're partially right. You're ne- Unless you have the entire puzzle made out, you'll never be able to really do the right thing all the way through. Open-mindedness is a good thing to learn from these because Generally, right? This is generally. The good person in these status quo type stories are the open-minded character who's willing to admit the flaw. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be the guy who refuses to bend his ideas, right? Who refuses to accept he's wrong. If he's partially right, he's all right. That is a big thing about status quo stories. They have to move along a certain point. But will you let that change happen in you or will you not? That's the big deal. Now, the, now, depending, right? Depending on the setting, the characters, the whatever you're going to add into your story, the status quo storylines are all going to differ. In fact, because of this storytelling, the only thing that will be the same between everything else is the conflict between following the rules and breaking the rules. That's it. But the kind of relationships, everything, could all structure around this, right? Because originally this was supposed to be a character, like a character who keeps the status quo versus the character who wants to change it. But 
I realize this is bigger than just characters. This is this is actual like an entire thing. Like I've done one for math for students. Hope you listen to that one. That one's pretty good too. Um, but ultimately the story aspect of this plus characters such it carries so much weight such as okay positively in today's society we protest to show uh disdain for some rules we don't believe in or some inequalities we don't believe in great another positive it shows one man can change an unjust ruling right uh positives around that would be um star wars style bring down the evil empire right that's just a general rebelling against the system type thing bringing down the thing that's trying to drag you down and it's big and massive and you don't have any hope of beating it but we can get to the negatives as well where as the person in the status quo doesn't necessarily have to be the guy who quote-unquote believes in the rules all the way but he understands complete change isn't the way either in real life an example of this would be the American Revolution versus the French Revolution. The American Revolution had a government ready in place. They changed the status quo, but also kept parts of the status quo alive because it's good government. Whereas the French Revolution, they just wanted to change it, and eventually Napoleon took him over, then he got taken out, and he came back in. Stuff like that, right? Story-wise, you gotta understand, just change isn't enough. Change for change sake is a bad thing sometimes. And... To say that, status quo is very much a life and life and limb thing right there, right? It's money, it's power, it's influence, it's respect, the way you dress, the way people view you, the way people act towards you, right? All these change with this. So there's so much intertwining of human emotions that could potentially change in this that really intrigues me about this characters and storyline, right? Because old friends can become enemies, enemies can become friends, so on and so forth. It's a beautiful thing, and guys, status quo stories are actually pretty good. So, you know, we'll just find out, right? Time to grind. Okay, so we'll grind in these stories together, and we're going to find out the three types that I think are the most important to the status quo. Number one, the bad government versus the good rebels. This sounds very familiar, I bet. Star Wars as a movie series, One Piece as a TV show, and a part of Goat Geass. Now, why do I bring this up, right? This portion of it is the good rebels, you know, the people who stand up for righteousness, and so on and so forth. The idea of every protest and every revolution wants to have. Essentially propaganda for revolutionists, in some sense of it. But, is it always right? Well, you have to win. <laughs> this one really comes down to either two things. One, you won the fight and you dethrone the person on, on the throne. Or two, um, two, it's more along the lines of the character was able to change lo- across time. Very few times is the if it's black and white. Like Star Wars is one of those few black and white stories where it's like Luke helped topple the Empire, and Empire's gone, so now they're not now their evil is is up. But even then, you'll find that the new material shows that the Empire actually did good things that the new Gal- Galactic Republic don't doesn't do. So someone wins and someone loses. Status quo always has that. Number two, good government versus bad rebels. What does this one look like? Um, you have Naruto, the show. Now, why do I say Naruto, the show? Because in Naruto's very politically heavy driven series, 
Naruto is a very politically have driven heavy show where it shows yes there were mistakes done by other people and a lot of those mistakes did get a lot of people killed and hurt but overall the whole system didn't need to collapse to make it better they just needed to a little push in the right direction take out some moves here some moves there people who defend the status quo probably think in this in this route most time anyway right look at if you look at the show naruto naruto kept the status quo he didn't want to keep everyone in like who the power structure alive but wanted to improve it by through himself while sasuke found out the truth of the power structure and wanted to dismantle it completely and utterly and make a new version of that somehow that being said is it possible yeah but a lot of the thing is status quo is a shallow way to look at good and evil because status quos is a peaceful time, which a lot of people in real life turns a blind eye to the bad things that happen. So if you just went through four years of war, you come back and finally the status quo did win out, people would turn a blind eye to certain things because they need peace. So more or less, good government versus bad rebels is just more of a consistency of they're not that bad, so people would tolerate what is bad, right? Naruto's a great example. And number three... Number three is the most complicated one because it's the ever-fluctuating one. Think of Game of Thrones. Both good and bad government with both good and bad rebels, right? Game of Thrones is very much like this. There are good people in the government and there are bad people in government. And they both are very influential and they both want to have mega plans have happened. Now, that being said, does it happen? Who wins out? Like, at some point, you might just have the bad rebels versus the bad government type of deal, right? Um, and this one, the best example is Code Geass. Here's why. Code Geass first starts out, bad government, good rebels. Then, then, after that, the government becomes good, and the, and the, uh, and the rebel becomes bad for a minute, and then vice versa. Positions change, right? And ultimately, the rebels end up being good because people start raising sides. This one is the more fluid, I guess more realistic storytelling, people would say, right? It's a more fluid one where sides keep on fluctuating. This is the most realistic version, yes, because if one person's on your side, then you might switch to their side, and then vice versa, people switch sides all the time. Politically, at least, right? So ultimately... A structure of government or status quo is, in fact, a group of people admitting this is enough. This is all we need. We don't need more than this. And that, my friend, is the quintessential idea of a status quo story. Let's start the fire. Now, as we all know, this is the part of the show where we put the best example of status quo storytelling of good, bad, and the gray. You know what I'm saying? So here we are. The one th- the one show, anime, manga, whatever, I think fits us the most. I said it before, and it's One Piece. Here's why. In a more complex narrative, this is actually almost like the third one as well. Because within One Piece universe, there is a world government that controls everything, right? The pirates or the rebels are like seen as the bad people. And then there's rebels, but our main protagonist and his crew really just do good things to help other people out, and in turn, doing good things puts them pit them pits them against the government, right? Now there's a sect in the government that whenever the good guys do something, they don't they tend to be soft on the good guys and let them escape, because putting them in jail would make no sense to the good guys in the government 
because they're doing good. They might as well take out the bad guys, not the good guys, right? Back and forth, Luffy's crew been wiped out or almost beaten because they just fought a big boss and a powerful Navy guy comes and could arrest them, but no, they chose not to. Though, so, let us talk about that, right? So, you got a conflicting interest in the government and how it works. Then you got some of the islands who love the government and hate the government. And you got to think of it like this. These government, the government in the show, is clearly the bad guy. They're portrayed as the villain. Minus a couple other pirates, but mainly the government is the villain. Because they're oppressing large amounts of people. They allow slavery. They allow drug trade. They allow uh, inhuman experiments on other races of people in One Piece. And they've And they do not control the celestial dragons the celestial dragons own the government which is why they're a bad guy but there's a sect in there like i said that is good that does not necessarily is they're not in favor of the of the celestial dragons doing what they do but they let it happen because they have to pick up fight whenever they can well luffy he lives off his s'mores and standards and he's an accidental rebel because his friends are in trouble Right? And status quo changes with him because he's the one in inadvertently in his own head causing a lot of change. Well, defending a friend is making great change in the world. Right? And his father is a revolutionary. His grandpa's about the good Marines. So he's generally, his family generally stems on the positive change side. Right? They're generally on the positive change side. They might be a little conflicting a little bit, but overall they will. Um, a big thing about One Piece as well is the relationships and how they built and how they're formed and all the people that are actually friends with Luffy on the Marine side. It's a lot more than one. And vice versa, not all pirates are good. And not every revolutionary is good. So it's a mixture of alliances and trades and uh, pride. And there's a lot of things. So One Piece is the show. It's long. Don't get me wrong. If we just talk strictly the show and manga, it's super long, but it's worth watching. The show is amazing. The manga is amazing. And it tells a good story of protests, governments, and heroes fighting for the right cause, and even in the face of fighting the whole world itself. That's why One Piece is good. That's why it's amazing. Plus, the writing of the show is amazing, too. Final burn. So, now at the end of this amazing podcast, I know, right? G-Metal's amazing. So, what we learn about status quo stories. Simple. They're messy. They don't really make sense half the time. Honestly, the red option I gave you is probably the regular option that would actually happen. It's the realistic version of that, of the story. You have your fictional versions where good, bad, and one side's good and one's bad. But really, they're both bad and good. It depends on how the story goes, how people... Are the people in the story, not even the main characters, but everyone around the main character, perceive it, right? Everything changes with everything. And that kind of storytelling is beautifully written if you know how to keep track of your story. Characters are very complex all the time, and very few times where you have a boring character in these kind of stories. Because these stories are based off one thing, hard decisions. Doing one thing to do another. A lot of times, you have to do something bad to do something good. And if you do something good, the bad guys might win. You know what I'm saying? So it's back and forth the situation, but I really do appreciate these kind of stories. Because they show the complexity of being human. You're not always good. You won't always be bad. They show us that even in some of our darker times, we might make a choice to not define who we are as people. 
that define how we react to the outcome of that situation. That is the best situation to understand. What we do when we're down is what we do when we're up as well. So I love these stories. G-Metal loves them. And I hope more people start getting into some of these stories as well. You, know, you have Game of Thrones, One Piece, Naruto, um, a couple other stories up there, Code Geass. I've, I've seen a bunch of these stories, right? But it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful mess. And I think if more people understood these stories better and they were able to adapt it more in life, people would be more open-minded to everyone else's actions, right? Because if you feel like your actions could cause something good and bad to happen, you'd be more responsible like that. And I think that's the real lesson of these stories. Your one individual action causes a reaction. So make, a, make an action that causes a positive reaction, guys. And... Thank you for everyone listening to this podcast. G Metal did another burn point. It's awesome. This is actually the first one I did in weeks. I pre-recorded a lot of these like a while ago. And thank you for everyone who listens. It's great and fun to have you all on. If you guys have any idea for any of my podcast ideas, go to my DMs on any of my social medias or YouTube. I'll read your comment. I want to bring more. I'm bringing more people on as we go on now. It's a, it's an amazing upgrade. You're gonna push forward, and everyone who forges with me will forge and become a better person as well. Stay metal, guys.